0: machine learning okay so we're gonna have a guest speaker on but uh looks like he wasn't able to make it but uh, talking today about uh codex so this is open ai mm-hmm. python natural language to python coding what i found with it is that some of the problems that it solves it does really well Um, when you ask it to solve a a harder problem it doesn't do so well Like I asked it to sort a list and it must have a large number of examples on sorting lists because it was able to sort the list it used a a dictionary comprehension and a lambda function and it was able to sort it correctly but what I asked it to build a encoder decoder for text summarization using a Keras network it wasn't quite able to do that and in fact it, it started to import libraries but it seemed to get confused on what its objective was and how the components would fit together and so that wasn't that's an area where there isn't a lot of, uh, of uh, people working in text summarization yet so I, I, I'm thinking that the problems that it's capable of solving are areas where it has lots of examples that are consistent on uh, answering how to do something. Question and answer was really pretty bad with GPT-3. Um, text summarization to a two-year-old's level, again, that wasn't very good either. It wasn't very useful. I, I found a lot of the answers kind of boring. Uh, didn't, they didn't give me give me much in terms of of things that I would sit and think about. So, not sure why Google chose to use a two-year-old for its text summarization. Um, it just thought that its computational ability was about a two-year-old level. Uh, you know you look at a two-year-old and you talk to it, you're talking to uh, the person in very generalized terms, uh, trying to get it to associate certain mostly behaviors and emotions to things like walking or eating or um, you're not asking it a very... Complex. You're not telling it very complex information. You're definitely not talking in big terms. So it's very generalized terms. So I didn't... I thought that was kind of poor. So I didn't like the... <clears throat> I didn't like the text summarization capability. I didn't like the question and answer. Then I went to the, the social chat. And that was disappointing because it... Uh, Um, didn't seem to understand too well the, um, subject or sentence, and if you just said no, then it, it got confused what what to do. Instead of letting you specify what you want to talk about, which would have been more interesting, it tried to project over you what it was knowledgeable about and could talk about. So it wanted it wanted to take a topic that had a lot of hype to it and then see if you could follow along with it. So it was kind of like leading you in the discussion. It wasn't following the discussion. It wasn't listening. And so I felt like that wasn't going to work for the psychotherapist. A psychotherapist just got to be able to listen, understand what you're saying, um, summarize and accurately summarize and then retrieve back facts either about yourself, or about actions you want to take, or actions that you did take, um, and help you with planning, and so those are, are things that are really important. But Codex, I would say for 50% of the time, uh, it was pretty good. The, I gave thumbs up about 50% of the time, and thumbs down the other 50%, obviously, and uh, uh, one way it's kind of surprised is i gave it a, a json string told it to fix the json string and then find certain elements in the string and it it uh, seemed to be able to do that it converted it in to a dictionary and then it extracted all the key value pairs in the dictionary and then did a filter on the uh, on the key value pairs <coughs> and uh, it um, seemed reasonable to me and it worked I, So I tried it out in in Python Jupyter notes and it worked so I was happy with that but uh, you know in order for uh, codex to be useful it's got to be programming at a senior level developer capability and so there's more, more code examples that it needs to be able to understand try and take those different uh, examples. Maybe run it through the optimizer and see um, what the execution times are and what the outputs are. So if, it, if it produces black box output, you know, data in, data out produces that. Verification, a unit test, maybe at that point uh, it then accepts that as a solution and gives it to you. It doesn't just throw out junk to you or noise, but it's actually giving you um, solutions with real outputs. So if it can get to an output and that output is a predictable, usable output, then, uh, then it's considered to be good. I think that's what I'm going to try next is have it uh, uh, build the unit test too, and so. It has to, you know, in order to achieve success, it has to write the code and the unit test, and then try to um, to match the output to the predicted uh, to the predicted unit test. Now that's what uh, you would expect out of a real programmer, and uh, that's what I would expect out of of the Codex too. Is that it could achieve Um, an accurate uh, set of code because coding is a very accurate science and it has to be precise and it has to be predictable you're running that against real data and that real data that is having impacts and people are making decisions based on that real data all right